The haunted house that no one wants to admit is haunted. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. If you have a real ghost story, we'd love to hear about it. Call in anytime at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. If you want an ad-free version of the show along with advanced episodes, access to our archive, then become a premium subscriber through Apple Podcasts. Try it for three days free. You can sign up through patreon.com slash realghoststories or online at ghostpodcast.com. And today with Kathy Gordon... You ready to go with our story here today? Let's do it. Let's this, see if it's scary. I, this I want this better be creepy. Like AF creepy? You AF, AF. I mean okay. totally. Okay, we'll see how it goes. Here we go. I'm not one to share some personal experiences because I was afraid no one would listen to me or think that I was just in my head or why would it happen to me? And I will add right here even though we're just getting started in the story. I think that this is a safe place where you can talk about things like that. Cause I do get the feeling like Kathy and I both had experiences our whole lives and you see, talk to people sometimes oh, yeah. and they look at you like, Oh yeah, you're crazy. And I always say, and you've never had it happen to you. That's absolutely right. I think most of our listeners are here because they know that this stuff happens. Exactly. So write in, we love to hear your stories. Even if other people might think you're crazy, we don't. Here we go. We do not. At a very young age, I became very sensitive to auras around me. My first encounter was pretty frightening, and the only one that I shared it with was my family because it's just so unbelievable. I was around 10 years old, and my sister was dating a guy I'll call Denny to protect him. Denny's house was big. It was two stories. It had a grand front door with windows that went to the floor. As soon as you enter the front door, which was rarely used because they always came through the back way. There were stairs immediately in front of you going to the top floor. Denny had a little sister and her name was Sally. She was about two years younger than I was. One particular day, my sister asked me if I would like to go play with Sally. Of course, I said yes. I was always up for playing with someone else, even though I had many brothers and sisters. I came to the house, and as soon as I got through the back door into the kitchen, I noticed a door to the right. I opened it, and there was a creepy staircase going to the top floor. I closed the door, and I felt a strange presence, like something was off. I just had a bad feeling about being there. After Sally took me around to show me the house, each room displayed a different kind of feeling for me. One thing that stood out after viewing the house up and downstairs, I had this innate feeling that something was always watching me, but I just tried to shrug it off like there was nothing. I knew something wasn't right with this house, though. Sally came up to me after showing me around and told me that the house was haunted. I said, no way. And then she ran to her mother in the kitchen who was playing cards. Sally's sister, my sister, Denny, and his mom, Vivian, were all playing a card game named Pinochle, which I never did get the hang of Pinochle. I don't know. I, ne- I never did either, but... My grandmother, our know. grandmother played that too. Vivian yeah. said, don't be telling people that, Sally. Her mother seemed to just turn around and go back to playing cards laughing. We played games outside, rode bikes, fed horses, uh, <laughs> rode horses, fed the barn animals, and played mm-hmm. with the dolls. Sally asked me if I wanted to stay overnight, so I said I'd have to call my mom and ask... I went out to the kitchen with Sally, and Sally's mom said it was fine. I was excited but apprehensive at the same time. I didn't understand what these feelings were. I had never encountered it before. 
After this incident happened, I just want to let you know that I never thought about it again because I was so scared of what I saw. I just couldn't put it into words. I'm going to stop there because I think that's interesting. I think you and I, at such a young age, lived in a haunted house. And Mm -hmm. so I don't remember ever feeling like this is such a strange sensation. But I never thought of it like that. You know, if you're a kid and you go into someone else's house, you know, her house obviously had none of that going on. And then for the first time she experiences something like someone's watching her when she's in there. I think. Oh yeah. But that's a, that when you feel that you totally, I mean, that's an overwhelming feeling. So I completely get that. You know, it's, you feel like somebody's watching you and man, it's like a laser beam in right in the back between your shoulder blades. So she says now being almost 60, I have the courage to finally tell it. I must warn you that what I saw was real. I was 10 years old, and I swear in a book of Bibles, it truly happened. The day went on, and as night fell, Sally decided we should take a bath. So she filled up the old-style tub, which covered your whole body, and it had the claw feet. There were two doors in the bathroom. One led to the stairs, and the other one was directly across from the bathroom where Sally's bedroom was. The whole time we were in the tub, I just felt like somebody was watching us and what we were doing, and I couldn't shake the feeling. It was really starting to become unnerving, and needless to say, it was hard going to sleep at night and staying asleep. I did at times wake up in the middle of the night, but just put the covers over my head because I didn't want to see anything, and I felt this creepiness every time I woke up. We got up the next morning, had breakfast, and decided we were going to play hide-and-seek in the house because it was so big and there were so many places to hide. I told Sally... It's a bad idea. Yeah, this is getting me already. You've had breakfast, time to go home. Um, I told Sally that I would be the one to count first. So immediately at the front door, there was a living room to your right, and then there was a hall connected to it that went straight to the kitchen. I sat near or up against the living room wall, and my back was towards the kitchen. I started counting, and I had to count to 50. It was a very cloudy day, too. And anyhow... As soon as I got to 50, I opened my eyes and I was about to go towards the grand front door when out of nowhere, I stopped in my tracks after taking about five steps. It was almost like I was sprinting. I looked at the front door and this large, dark, tall, black entity was standing there looking straight at me. I just stood there in shock from from the door. So she's like the door. I think it's inside the door. And she's okay, look, okay. She looked at the front door, and then she saw it, this entity standing there. So oh. she said, I just stood there in shock, but my description of that character or entity, I can still see it just as I'm telling you the story. It was as tall as the doorframe. It was all black, and it was kind of like it was ebbing and flowing, like it had a large, dark jacket on, but it wasn't a jacket. He had big red eyes, and he just stared at me. As soon as I realized what I had seen, I ran so fast out that back door, it would have made your head spin. I was breathing heavily, I was upset, and I needed to go home right away. To my detriment, I did not want to go back in that house. This was back in the 70s, so we had no cell phones, of course. I hesitantly went in the back door and went to the phone and called my mother. I said, Mom, can you please come pick me up at Sally's house like right now? I said, I'll tell you what happened when you get here. 
And I get that because when we were kids and we mm-hmm. lived in that haunted house and you'd get spooked like that, your instinct was always to run outside. And Absolutely. So I got Absolutely. She, get out. Get away. So she that's, got outside like, and then yeah. it's like, man, I got to go inside to call my mom. I feel bad for her. Oh. So her mom came. I, yeah. She got in the car and I told her I was so scared that I didn't know what to do. What I had seen and how frightening and unsettling it was, she told me, you are never going back to visit this place again. I had no problem agreeing with that decision, and I never went back in the house again. Over the years, I never mentioned it until just recently when we were talking about some experiences we've had with entities, ghosts, and the supernatural, spiritual experiences. This is when I told my story about that house. And in addition to that, my sister told me she was up at the top of the stairs And to the right, there was a bedroom and she was vacuuming. And she told me that in Denny's house, she turned around and on the wall side of the stairs, it was on fire. She turned off the vacuum, looked back, and it had stopped. So apparently she's vacuuming, looks over, the wall's on fire. Ah, like in that instant that she shuts off the vacuum, looks over. It's not. It's not on fire. Which would be a really strange experience because... You're just vacuuming in your own little mind and we, doing your exactly. thing. Then you see a fire, like that would be enough to get your attention. Well, and that's not just something that you peripherally, you know, kind of catch or something. I mean, a fire is a fire, right? right? I mean, wow. And it like just like in the wall. Like it was maybe against the wall or just there's the wall Again, and the fire okay. was there. But obviously okay. it wasn't there because then it was gone. So after mm. telling her what I experienced, she said the family never really wanted to share anything about the house, but I feel there was dark energy in there. I think the entity that I saw was telling me to get out and never come back, and I surely didn't. I always just wondered, why did I see mm. such a thing? I was actually going to approach a priest and ask him, why would I experience such a thing? But after that... I had several other occurrences throughout my life, so some were so tangible, I can give you the exact description of what they were wearing and what they were doing at the time. I believe I am sensitive. We have a long lineage of this type of thing. I never felt the need to pursue what I guess I would call a gift. The last time I had a visitation was when my father was sick with cancer. Unbeknownst to me, I didn't know what time the figure I saw was trying to tell me that my father was headed in the direction of dying that day that I saw it. And I don't totally understand that sentence. So I don't know if something came to her and they were trying to tell her. It sounds like it. So it says, Uh all I can say is that same day, the day her father died, I received a phone call from my brother and he confirmed that my father had passed away. This was on April 17th, 2008. This was the last encounter that I had with any visions or unusual circumstances. I guess I have an open heart and sensitivity to everything around me. It's all energy. And sometimes it manifests into things that we don't understand. It was a very humbling experience and something I'll never forget. Thank you. I hope my story was clear enough to understand (laughs) Annie. I don't think there's any way to know why she saw what she saw that day. Obviously in the house there, she felt the dark energy the whole time she was there. And then eventually she saw it. Now, I think the family, they might not have been as sensitive, not sure, might not have wanted to face that reality either. 
Because the well, daughter like, said it yeah, was haunted. Daughter says it's haunted, but the mom's like, no, it's not. Kind of but like I our think, mom was like that. I think that's kind of normal. Like you don't want everyone to think you're crazy, right? So you go, oh, it's not, or we don't want this getting around town or, you know, that kind of thing. But I will bet you anything that all of them had stories to tell out of that house. And maybe they didn't share them until they got older. And like or, in her family, mm-hmm. you know, but it's interesting you, too. Or that once you got out of the house, like what her sister saw was pretty terrifying, you know, turn around the walls oh on fire, gosh. turn back around. It's not on fire. It doesn't sound like maybe she saw anything else. I don't know. I think, I think but that's the very sister, I think felt it too. But my only, but. my only thought on why she experiences that is that, she is sensitive and she's more open to receiving that kind of information. Mm-hmm. It's not all like butterflies <laughs> and rainbows, you know, when, you, <laughs> when you're open to something like that. You're going to see some dark stuff sometimes, I would think. Absolutely. I hope she will send in more of the things because she mentioned that other things that happened too. I, I hope she'll send some of those in because this was a really interesting story. But thanks for, thanks for that story. If you like the show and you want an ad-free experience, sign up to be a premium subscriber through applepodcasts.com and try it three days free or sign up through patreon.com slash real ghost stories or at ghostpodcast.com. For all of us here at Real Ghost Stories Online, thank you for listening.